This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey. Call the cops. Hey. This level of foolishness hey. and joy. Hey. You said we have a hey. dog. I'm just chilling. Hey. Hey. Damn it. Hey. Shisha. Hey. Sicario. Hey. You're a clown if you hey. think. Damn it. Hey. Hey. Yeah, hey. people are going to die. Hey. I yeah, baby. Uh, I use music a lot. Depending on the emotional valence of a scene, music can help me enter into a deeper place in myself that I might need to come from. So music is an access point for me. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm, I'm, I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And uh, we're... Here to have good Christian fun. Um, I believe it was King David who wrote, I will praise you, oh my Lord, all, all of my days. That's right. And uh, that, that actually makes me think of a quote by C.S. Lewis, uh, something about the devil, the devil, do ya? And that's sort of the gear that I operate on whenever I enter this podcast space. And you know, the C.S. stood for Clive Staples, but his friends called him Jack. And I'm reminded of a certain uh, quote by Mr. Thomas, who said, do you want this Turkish delight? <laughs> Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music and the movies and the entertainment made for, made by, made to, made from, made about Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're just here to have fun. We are here to make fun of Jeremy Strong, I guess. Yeah. Did you watch the video? Did you watch it? No. So that's a clip from his uh, 10 Things I Can't Live Without. Oh, like a GQ video? Yes. So oh. this is a format that I believe GQ does where they have a male celebrity on of some sort. Your Jeremy Allen Whites, your Jonathan Majors, your John Bernthal's. And it's like 10 Things I Can't Live Without. It's usually like my boots a paperback of some Joan Didion novel or whatever. And and it's usually 10 things. Yeah. Jeremy brought 31. Are you serious? Yes. Did he do all 31? He sure did. Good Lord. I mean, he grouped them together. Okay. For 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 some, some of them. Clumps. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did <laughs> Nutty Professor 2, <laughs> The Clumps starring Jeremy Strong. What would be your 10 things, Kevin? Oh gosh, my podcast mic, my Zoom recorder, my XLR cord, my windscreen, <laughs> gotta have that, uh-huh. laptop. Yes, your Peloton. My Peloton, my dog, which and is- Lotion. So, hey. Kleenex. <laughs> no, come on. I said my laptop, not A my towel. laptop. Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> Gracious. You have a faptop and a laptop? Well, you got to have both. Tech is out of control. I believe in separation <laughs> of church and state. <laughs> as far as that stuff goes. It's actually a good idea because then should things go awry, you mm-hmm. can like toss the faptop. 
right. into the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You not have to worry about like evidence journal entries or tax documents yeah i think so yeah Yeah. Uh, you know people often have work computers and personal computers yeah so it's kind of like that it's like that i mean i have an ipad and a computer (laughs) i keep subscribing to our patreon folks you want an ipad now right so you can watch seinfeld at the gym (laughs) that would be the only thing for is that a little too is that living too fancy if i just have an ipad so i can watch seinfeld on the stairmaster right and it's just that show and it's just the gym. that show it's that one purpose <laughs> and that one location i don't and know where else i would use it exactly i'm surrounded by screens otherwise yeah, all it's the queen time. time all the time <laughs> uh and it's time speaking of time to talk about tomorrow tomorrow the song by the Winans, who we talked about do you remember how long it's been since we talked about them Oh, yeah, of course. I'm Off always the, the best with dates. Just, just give a guess. Give a guess. Like, how long does it feel like? It feels we... like four years. Close. It was three years ago. Okay. We talked about the Winans three years ago with our friend Monique Madrid, the Winans who famously canceled last minute at a like live show that she was going to go oh, yeah. to see of them, and they did not show up. That's right. Due to the wine and wonders, the wine and wonders, mm-hmm. a sort of franchise entertainment yes. of gospel singers. But before we talk about their song tomorrow, today, tonight, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, we need to introduce a very special guest, friends and folks. She is an actor and a writer. You can catch her podcast, review, review, and her new short film, Chauncey, coming soon. Give it the hell out for Riley legal on GCF. You can lie. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever heard before starting a podcast. <laughs> just don't You're say free. anything real. Just say whatever you I think. I also really quick just want to, I just want to jump back a couple Yeah, circle back, circle back, circle back, circle back. Circle back to the pod. I don't know why it was very funny to me. It was like the reaction of like separation of church and separation of church and state show. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like that was the first time Caroline had ever heard of that. She's like, I, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> the concept well, I, of church and hold state. Hold on. That's really What cool. is that? <laughs> Wait, yeah. we can separate it? State. Um, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> That's so sad uh, because I I love that you think I was thinking about that concept, but I, I was really actually surprised by the idea of a fap top versus oh, no, a no, laptop no. more I, than I, anything. I, I, I know that you know what the separation That's of what church I was excited and state about. is. Yeah. Of course. I just like to imagine that. And then when we were like, wait, yeah. wait, what did you just it's say? Like, this wait. is... Happening? Hang on. Is what this happening mean? in our timeline? We can split. They don't have to be one. They can be both, but not together. The American experiment. <laughs> How do you think Jeremy Strong feels about the separation of church and state as a concept? Oh, I bet he's got about two or three hours worth of thoughts on that. <laughs> he gets a little twinkle in his eye. Yeah. Pulls out a start. Yeah, really funny you asked me about that actually. <laughs> like dwelling on that for a long time. Do you think yeah. he's ever said it's really funny? <laughs> In you know life? what? No, I think it's, I don't think he's ever said the phrase "that's really funny." I think he would say, um, "Now that's interesting," mm-hmm. or um, <laughs> "I like that." Yeah, like he wouldn't he wouldn't say that's really funny. Like he would just be like, 
that's cool. Or like, oh, so you think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Turn yeah. it on. You oh, know? you think that's funny? Yeah. But like, not even a condescending way. Like, he'd see no, no, you laugh. Exactly. He'd be like, he'd be like, like oh. I'm curious. You think, you think that's funny? <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get him on the show one day. A knowing chuckle. Yeah. I don't know if he's a man of faith. But, you know, that hasn't stopped us from having anyone we've had on the show before. That's true. Well, I guess I should say, I don't know if he has any thoughts on religion. I guess we could ask yeah, him. Yeah, that'll be the <laughs> one thing he has no thoughts on. I, ha- like, I haven't studied that. <laughs> you imagine. Oh, 100%. You um, imagine. He's like going through like files in his brain like, being like, mm, uh, sociology, nothing. geology, astrology. Physics. Not, I'm missing religion. Uh, I'll get back to you. We have to wait for someone to cast him as like an Anglican priest yeah. in the 1800s yeah. so he can know literally every yeah. religious text that's I ever been I want to hear his thoughts about religion. <laughs> so bad. I yeah. love his, his GQ thing just turns into that <laughs> yeah like a sermon of a like, sort what about a fun like do you carry around like a polaroid and he's like well actually now that you think about it oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a three hour long youtube video and they're like oh no Atheism. it's so good i will miss his interviews yeah. uh if they ever go away hopefully wow. they won't so you're, you're predicting this is the the cliff I'm wondering if we're coverage. at if we're at peak strong right really? now. Really? Yeah. yeah. You don't think there's life after succession? I don't publicly. Name one performance that's not succession he's given where you've said, "Wow, that was really good." Mm. Name you mean one. Maybe he's not the standout of Molly's game. <laughs> you mean that you didn't walk away from Molly's game being like ugly who dress? Is, who is ugly that guy? shoes? <laughs> Uh, or the standout, the the, <laughs> the sort of hidden, good line. hidden gem of the gentleman a movie Caroline saw in theaters <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. where he played, what was his character's name? Like gay turtle? What was it? Because <laughs> he's doing, he he's doing, 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 he's he's playing yeah. a queer character in a way that I would describe as offensive. Yeah. Wait, what movie was this? The gentleman was like Matthew McConaughey led, Colin Farrell was in it. Was it a Guy Ritchie movie? It was a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, it's like, it's a fun movie. It's like a caper kind of movie. Oh, oh. And yes, yes, Strong yes. plays a small role I in it. I do. I didn't watch it, but I do remember <laughs> seeing trailers for this. And it is just, his look in the movie is just unmatched. He, he's wearing you know, a little... took 15 years after Doesn't he? Okay, get past this Matthew McConaughey crap. I just want to hear him speak. This is the thin end of it. Okay. If it's such a fat wedge, why don't you keep it? (laughs) See, I've developed a reputation as a man who came up the hard way. You could say that there's respectable umbrella. Anyway, if there's a fat wedge, why don't you keep it? That was shocking. (laughs) That was shocking. That was just a little slice. (laughs) That was the whole movie he did that. Oh my god! And Impressive. I'm sure the like you know the interviews he he talks about the pains and the the kind of agony he suffered to play this guy. <laughs> that little smirk. The walking. I think wearing his own clothes as the wardrobe yeah. for sure. <laughs> what a, what oh a little god. man! What a guy! Oh. What a guy! What what a what a gentleman himself. That would be cool if he did just go hard into comedy after. <laughs> <laughs> 
He he just like joins an ABC sitcom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible. I would enjoy it. Jeremy's house. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be in like the next Eric Andre movie or yes, whatever. Or he has like to do time. like the promo. It's like in the little Chiron <laughs> where they have like the actors like spinning around of like usually they'll have like, you know, it's like an odd couple kind of thing. It's like them back to back and like, oh, yeah, this yeah. guy. But, oh, shoving out of frame and Jeremy Strong is just really trying to play along. But like, he's <laughs> playing himself in the show. And it's all <laughs> yeah. about like, there's no right method to raising a family. <laughs> Method man. Oh, that'd be fun. Dad, how do you fold shirts? Well, there's the Stanislavski method or the <laughs> Dad. <laughs> it's just a lot of that. That'd be sick. It's just Wait. crying the whole time. Being like, why that's won't you hug future. me? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, that's not really part of my process. He's a father of daughters, that Jeremy Stone. Oh man. Wow. And speaking of fathers, let's talk about our heavenly father. Wow, what a segue. Our Lord, our God, our what Savior. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. You know, six years into the show, we can still have guests on for the first time, such as yourself. Hey, six <laughs> is it, years. Is it mostly repeats at this point? Yeah. But guys, six years for, that's insane. This is episode 271. Oh, long time. Congratulations. Thank that's you. Like, that is, that's amazing. I'm proud of it. I'm yeah. proud of it too. You yeah. should be. That's incredible. Thank you. This is our first booking of a, you know. I don't know, a daughter of a literal angel, I guess, that we've had on the show. Yes. Okay, yes. little yeah. shout out. Yeah, daughter, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. we've discussed on the show, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Other topic. But she is. we'd love to know about your history, upbringing, background with Christianity or faith or this yes. thing that we call this force of the this universe. <laughs> what are we doing? This amorphous <laughs> thing. What, what is this? What is this? This is now. Oh my God, guys, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, I, yeah, I was raised Catholic. My mom is from Ireland, and so it's, like, big, like, not only, like, religiously Catholic, but culturally Catholic, like, very, very much capital C Catholic. What um, is culturally Catholic that may be independent of being religiously Catholic? Um, That's a great question. I guess just, like, my, my mom was really, you know, I, I, was, I was raised Catholic, but... So my, faith is really important for my mom. And of course, like she, she was hoping, of course, as any parent would, would that be important to me? But she was also really great about like letting me have my own journey and not mm -hmm. trying to force anything on me. So where the cultural part came in was she was just like, for me and for Irish culture, it's important that you go through every like Catholic rite through confirmation. And after you get confirmed, you can do what you want, but okay. just to have like the confirmation name and to go through that process. And my late godfather, who was an Irish priest, like was my sponsor. So it was like Whoa. very wow. important, like Irish culturally for me to do that. And that was our agreement of me being like, you know, I don't know you know, my like 14, I don't know. I remember how old I was when I got confirmed, but like at that age being like, I'm, I'm not sure right now if, if this, like, it doesn't feel, I'm not passionate about this. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that's okay. It's just, it's really important for me that you go through this. And then after that, I will not, you do not have to do anything that you don't want to do. Yeah. And so I really, really appreciated that. And so I remember like, going, <laughs> I went to a Catholic elementary school. It's a really tiny school and you know, the uniforms, the whole thing. Was and that here in LA? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, um, for our confirmation stuff, uh, we had to not had to, the whole point is you pick a confirmation name and I'm just like a, I'm really cool and different in that I like the Beatles. 
And um, <laughs> and uh, but I you pick Paul is your name Jude Jude is my <laughs> oh, confirmation name. Oh, cool. And so I was like, oh, this is an excuse for me to pick a cool second middle name. <laughs> yeah. But what I didn't realize was that we had to do a presentation about why like about the patron saint that we chose the name from. And I didn't know that we had to do that. So I picked Jude. I just looked up like what Beatles references I could have in my name. You thought it was like picking a screen name or, dr- or it was a drag my sag name. name. It was picking my sag name. And um, like submarine, so submarine. Like, cool. Okay, don't Riley have that. Marie, Jude, and Spa. <laughs> and then they're like, you have to give a presentation. And I'm like, oh, okay, this shouldn't be too hard. I don't, for any of you patron saint heads out there, Jude is the patron saint of hopeless cases. And so I really Ooh, have to try what? take my case <laughs> around why that was like, no, this is the thing that's really important. <laughs> I feel like it, for any teenager, that would be pretty easy to access oh, at 100%. some point. <laughs> yes. Hopeless so, like, case. I know. And so the other people oh my like God. Christopher, like all the stuff of like patron saint of like teenagers, children, safety, Animals. all this stuff. <laughs> yes. And so, like Francis, animal, all that stuff. And so I'm getting up being like, um, <laughs> but listen, I'm an actor and I'm an improviser, so I'm just like, this is easy. I'm like, um, Jude, Patriot said public cases, uh, because in a way, each of us is a hopeless case. Whoa. So wow. and everyone's like, whoa, yeah. Mm. And like suddenly, like all the kids were like feeling like, oh, well, mine sucks. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, at the end of the day, we're all hopeless and we need help. And so I want to carry that around with me. And they're like, that's great. I'm like, thank you. That was like, <laughs> that was possibly the most Catholic direction you could have gone with it too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, we're all doomed it's like, and bad. Sorry, I chose the patron state of dirt because I know what I am. Yes. Do exactly. you? <laughs> I know. But um, so at this point in my life, like I think I was actually, <laughs> I'm in therapy. I was talking to my therapist about how, because I, you know, I was listening to an, a, an episode that you guys have done before and your guest was talking about how they're like, you know, like agnostic because it's like I'm open to whatever like in my head like I guess where I'm at right now in my journey in this season um to use some some familiar language language. um is that it's like I I I don't know and and I'm I'm open to anything but I think like the big what I feel like is like I remember growing up and like in in my school years really wanting to feel it like really really wanting to feel that passion feel that connection and I just I just didn't. And um, so right now I I don't identify with any, like, I don't know. I guess it's just like, I'm, I'm open to anything. I, the main thing that I was talking to my therapist about is just like, I really want a, that sense of like deeper community because without it, there's just a feeling of isolation. And I'm getting real. I have like such a crippling fear of death and dying. And so there's something about like really believing in an afterlife or believe, you know, in certain religions that have afterlives like that is so comforting and I'm like man I wish I had that comfort mm-hmm. but at least at this time in my life right now that's not it doesn't feel I just that doesn't connect to me mm-hmm. um but I guess just missing like the community like the healthy form of loving community that comes with religion is something that I miss having um but yeah I'm just like I'm I'm down for whatever <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the day, yeah, I'm down whatever. for whatever. What you believe, it's like I'm I'm down for whatever. I'm open. Like, that, <laughs> the thing being is like, as long as you like, you're happy and you're not hurting anybody or yourself. I'm down for whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it sounds like too, based on even from when you were like a kid mm-hmm. up to now, you were never forced to, never felt like you had to yeah. manufacture a yes. feeling or like adopt something just because like you wanted it to, or your family wanted you yeah. to, or your priest did. Like you've been able to be 
honest, mm-hmm. at least in, in what you can believe. And even right now you're saying like, I wish I believed in there was mm-hmm. a heaven, but I can't make myself feel like that's yeah. a sure thing. So I'm not going to pretend I do exactly. until and, it feels and right for me. And maybe later I will. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, but as, as a 26 year old, like right now, I, I just, I don't know. Um, but I guess like throughout my life, I've always been very grateful for, the opportunity to explore for myself. Cause that's also where I feel like the healthiest relationship with religion comes from is like not being like, Oh, I believe it just cause I was told to believe it. But it's like, you know, whatever religion you connect with or ascribe to that, that it's like, I have gone through my own questioning, my own looking at it. What, what do I feel I connect with what I don't and to find that yourself. And so I, you know, that's how I want to raise my kids. I don't mm-hmm. have any, I'm not pregnant, but it's like, but, um, for those of you who don't know who I am, which is all of you, um, uh, but that it's like th- that freedom and that openness to be like, I want you to f- do what you feel connected to and what you feel at peace with. Um, yeah. so yeah, I said, thanks mom. I don't think you're going to listen to this. But- We're going to, we'll send this part to her <laughs> and cut out the rest. Like but, all the Jeremy Strong but, stuff. It's not worth it. That's but, cool. Uh, but yeah, so thanks mom. What do you thanks, feel in your life right now is the most analogous to that thing that you were saying that you were missing about feeling deeply connected mm. to community. Mm-hmm. Cause that's always the, we've never talked to anyone where it's like that part. I don't miss at all. I miss the yeah. guilt. Like, like it's always, <laughs> here's the thing. What I do miss about like really going to mass a lot. I love the theatrics of Catholicism. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a, the smell, it's a production. The smells, the sounds, the sights, like the costuming, the, like it feels theatrical mm-hmm. and I love it. I love a Catholic, like it just, it looks beautiful. Production designer and it really makes you feel really right. tiny. And I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> it's, it's the scale of a church is amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, but I guess like I, what, what do you mean by like something you feel analogous to, to that community? Well, like oftentimes it's, I think maybe given the crop of people that we've talked to, mm-hmm. they'll say, I was missing a lot of that thing that I felt, whether it was youth group or mm-hmm. even with like Sunday services or mass until I found it again uh, or a similar feeling in yeah. X, in this thing totally. related to my job yes. or in this group of people. Um, I think like the closest thing that I have found to that, that like does feel like, like this is going to, this sucks. Skip ahead. No, it's this good. Keep so going. You got disgusting. it. Disgusting. <laughs> I like can hear myself. It's my acting class. That's fine. And it's like that. It does really feel like I love. It's a class of like ten. No, it's like eight of us. And you know, even throughout the pandemic, we we're doing on Zoom now, and, and because especially just people have moved, and it's like. There's is it a pretty consistent group though? Once a week. Yes. Okay. It's like it's eight of us once a week. For how long has it been? Uh. I've been, well, we were in person pre-pandemic, but I've been with this group for like five years. And um, we always, like the format of the class is like, we have like an hour long discussion beforehand where it's like our teacher who's like just the best mentor ever. And then we do like a four hour class. And so it's like, there's, that feels like holy to me. Like that just feels, it's like community coming together for a shared love of something that we feel is, is bigger than us. And so it's like that, I feel like at its core, it's like that feels really, um, that community I love. 
and being there for each other is great. And then I'm, uh, yeah. So that I guess that makes total sense. I don't think that's cringe at all. Like, I think that's (laughs) cool. And I think a lot of people have expressed like whatever group they had, whether it was like a comedy group or something Mm -hmm. like had a similar feeling of connection Yeah. and no brainer, like considering it's eight people, perfect size Mm -hmm. and that you've been together all these years. And I bet a lot of those discussion times turn it to be pretty confessional or intimate personal. So like that's the best part, you know, of yeah. like church small groups and stuff is getting to know each other and feeling like you're allowed to kind of spill your beans a little bit without mm-hmm. it being like inappropriate for the yes. situation, totally. you know? Totally. Yeah. And yeah. what is cr- cringe is uh, one of the fruits of the spirit, as we all know. <laughs> Love, Love, joy, peace, peace cringe. cringe. Kindness, <laughs> cringe. Cringe is what is cringe if not sincerity persevering? <laughs> <laughs> Christ cringed on the cross for us. Christ was so cringe. He was like, so love each other. He was like, what embarrassing. So sincere. <laughs> Gross. Because <laughs> I get I get stuck in those traps too of like, is this too like and and I have trouble defining it for myself of mm-hmm. like what what the the dancing on a razor's edge of like corny. Yeah as a corn cob yes. versus like, no, this is real. And it's like yeah. kind of the same thing. A hundred percent. Well, I know it's like also in my, like I, um, at least like in my show and like in the sketch I do and then, and, and comedy, all that. It's like, I am, I am sincere, but I'm never like this, like, like a seven-year-old school girl what do you mean? Well, that's not true. I do that a lot, but it's, um, but yeah. So, so to, yeah, and I guess it's like I never shared this side of it of like that it's um that is really meaningful to me and like yeah. but more so that sense of like community of artistry like feels very um just feels very connecting and yeah. Listen. But I'm still Definitely. a little girl. I envy. I know I'm envious. That sounds nice. <laughs> I'm gonna do this with the rest of the pop. <sighs> I wasn't okay. asking for that. Hachi <laughs> machi. <laughs> Um, no, can, can we talk to Riley again? Is this how we get her back? Can Riley come back to play? Good actor. That was crazy. That was crazy. What happened? I blacked out for the last 26 minutes. Oh, gracious. Well, Riley, thanks for sharing your story. Of course. Of course. It's very nice. Not cringe. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. (laughs) It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles Singles ministry in which we take one I knew the little single trumpet song. And the, and the electric? You know, it wasn't in it the last oh, year that we've been doing it, but I forgot that I made it. Had that. And it's we great. did play it before, like a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, okay. And so I'm bringing it's coming it back. back to me. It's all coming back to me. It's like a fond memory. <laughs> okay, anyway. And we're talking today about the song Tomorrow nice. by the Winans. Um, Riley, I would love to know, because yep. uh, <laughs> even in our conversation before, Recording today, we were talking about some of your exposure mm-hmm. to Christian pop culture. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, it's very much, uh, you know, a part of your upbringing. Mm-hmm. Your, is, I'm going to do a fact check. Was Della Reese your godmother? Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Gospel singer Della Reese and also castmate on Touch by an Angel wow. was Riley's godmother. Yeah. So nice. We're using, um, in uh, you mentioned the short film Chauncey that my boyfriend and I made and are uh, almost done with. Um, we have a couple of her songs in there, which is really Aww. miss her a lot. So it was cool to have her music in there. That's very yeah. sweet. Well, what other kinds of Christian media were you exposed to growing up? I mean, your Veggie Tales, your Passion of the Christ, nice. you know. <laughs> <laughs> two opposite two genders. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the main ones. Um, yeah, but honestly, like, not much. I, it, I, not much. So it's like, I, I felt bad. Like Kevin and I were trying to find a topic and oh, like, don't feel bad. I didn't listen feel to grateful. much Christian music. I, I do remember like when I was in high school, we went to like worship band. And I just remember thinking like the material could be so much better. Cause all the songs sounded the same. You had notes. I had notes um, right. that it was just, it was like verse chorus, verse chorus. And then it was like a core, a, a acapella chorus and then back, and it was just like, it was like the same stuff. And I'm like, man, they could have so much cooler stuff. Um, but so when Kevin Kevin sent me three song options today, and I'm forgetting the titles. Uh, I think the f- first one was like, I'll follow you or something. But um, Kevin sent me two options, three, sorry, three options. I listened to the first one and I'm like, well, obviously it's gonna be, I'm picking this song. <laughs> this is amazing. And then I'm like, well, I have to, yeah, I have to give the other David two, a, I have to give the other two a try. I have to. I listened to the second one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Well, it's going to be this one. Mm-hmm. 
And then I'm like, fine. I listened to the third. <laughs> and it didn't, it didn't hook me at first. The, it didn't, the beginning was really unassuming. And I'm like, sure. I'm like, yeah. it's kind of boring. And then the chorus hit. And then it was like the story unfolded. And <laughs> I'm like, he's got a point. Yeah. He's got a point. It me it was giving New Year's resolutions. It was giving diet culture. It was giving like all it was like it was very it was like diet culture. It was, it was giving God. hell. <laughs> you know it the phrase like, give him hell? Give That's, hell? They were talking about give this song. It was really um I'm like, well, that's that. Uh yes. we have to talk about it. Um So glad you did. It's amazing. It's and I'm so happy we can just live in it today. And just a, a little recap for anyone who's not familiar with the Winans. The people call the Winans the first family of gospel. There's BB and CC Winans. They were a duo. And then there was these Winans, the four adult sons no <laughs> way. of gospel Winans. music. Yes. Marvin, Carvin, Michael, and Ronald. Marvin and Carvin. Marvin and Carvin. R.I.P. to Ronald, who passed away about 20 years ago. But they were a very successful gospel wow. quartet and sort of a franchise of the whole wine and situation. I like being them being referred to as the four adult sons of gospel music. Like, not like the first family of gospel music, but the four adult sons. Coming to the stage. The biggest boys <laughs> in gospel. <laughs> oh, aren't you the are you aren't you the four adult sons of gospel music? That's right. Sure Which way are? to the stage, man? <laughs> and this is a song. From the album of the same title, Tomorrow, 1993. Caroline, do you want to try hitting the goalposts Okay. this one? Hitting the goalposts is a DJ term, <laughs> which is a term for disc jockey. Oh, thank you. In which uh, the DJ does a little preamble and tries to hit the goalposts perfectly before the lyrics of the song Ooh, start. I'm going to be on a Christian radio station for this one. Yes. Okay. That's who you are. Everyone, I hope you're having a beautiful, blessed day. You know, in my morning time, I was thinking... Why aren't we more grateful? And I hope mm. you think about that today. And perhaps what may be at the end of your day, if you're not careful. Here we go. Jesus said, here I stand. Won't you please let me in? And you said, I will tomorrow. Jesus said, I am here. Supplies all your needs, and you said, I know, but tomorrow, ooh, tomorrow, I'll give my life tomorrow. I thought about today. What? <laughs> that like What's on. that? <laughs> I mean, you're saying it's so nice. Wait, 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 wait go back. I, I feel a little threatened right now. <laughs> but you're smiling, so I, I think we're good. Tell me something good. Okay, and then the other sons have showed up. <laughs> Adult son. <laughs> or your needs. 
I know. But tomorrow. I know. I, yeah, it's like battle. I, I know. <laughs> This is a podcast where we just play most of a song. <laughs> Legal but rights be damned. If we talk over it, though, it counts as it's, fair use and parody. It counts as a remix. R- right, Emma? <laughs> Get obliterated by the Spotify just algorithm. mumble through. So I feel like he's it. getting lost in the beauty of the music because he's singing it so wonderfully sweet. Oh, yeah. And there's so many video performances of this song that you can find on YouTube. Incredible. And they, they are fucking feeling it every time. <laughs> like, they're fun to watch. They're yeah. so fun. They're such good performers. This is their second most streamed song. Wow. On Spotify. With a 2.8 million a streamies, yeah, it it's a bona fide hit, and it is a dark hit at that. Written it is by dark. Deborah Kerr Winans and Carvin himself. Carvin, Carvin, of course, <laughs> yeah. should have known. Carvin would be Carvin. It Carvin sounds something like Carvin. Violent. It's yeah. it's it's giving Carvin. Carvin, you tomorrow. Up. Listen, it's a anthem of procrastination. Yeah, it brings to mind a children's book. That I was just Googling trying to find. I think it's a book called Goose Goofs Off. Where <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this is real. <laughs> like, or my memory of this is Goose real. Goose Goofs Off. Goose Goofs Off, which is this children's book I believe I read a lot as a little kid. Where every time he was confronted with a task, he would say, I'm taking it easy today. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> every time. And then it all I'm piles up. Easy. And it's like, you know, the consequences. Of well, 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 if it's not the consequences of Goose's own actions. Goose. So it reminds me of that. Right. And it is, um, you know, it is about hell. It is about death. It is about where are you going. But it is a gorgeously rendered idea mm-hmm. of the stakes of the afterlife. Yes. Uh, of Pascal's wager, as <laughs> it were. Um and and just uh, quite a lovely thing to behold. Caroline, did it remind you of that uh, that novel everyone loves that you also read? Tomorrow, Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Yeah. Great novel. Oh, yeah. Uh, I read that. that. Oh, you read it? Yeah. yeah. After listening the to the song, song about that. do you feel like <laughs> like kind of a little Those are bit. in conversation yeah. with Actually, each other? a lot of that. Actually, oh, the more I you, think about it. Have you read the NPC chapter, everybody? Yeah. Have you read the NPC have chapter? Read it? Um, this It's funny because the uh, Spotify lyrics that are on here, mm-hmm. the chorus goes... Uh, tomorrow might very well be today which is confusing and like a mind game so if you're just going off these lyrics you'd be like 
that's so true. You know, <laughs> they just carry on. You never know. It's too late. Yeah, I you love might that. not get tomorrow. Which is the scary part. I think that's a beautiful poetry. <laughs> I think it's also funny that um, the person they're talking about that waits for tomorrow is doing such grotesque things like laughing and playing. Well, here's the thing: as we heard in that bridge, uh, they they they're kind of mad at that person. Yes. And who said tomorrow would ever come for you? Still, you laugh and play and continue on to say. <laughs> so we are like I didn't catch that on the first lesson. I have a certain vision of these, you know, four adult sons talking <laughs> yeah. to a peer, someone within maybe five to ten years yeah. of their age, maybe right. a little bit younger, older. The bridge is like, this might be a child that they're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is actually your uncles came <laughs> over and they got a lot on oh, their mind. And you're like, right. Tomorrow. You're not guaranteed. Do your homework. Or <laughs> <laughs> you'll get spanked. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little father knows best, right? Yes. In the sense yes. of don't put it off. And and like we were saying in talking over the music, that it's like it it is very much. I don't know why it makes me laugh of like the you say I know like that also feels like do your homework I know I know it'll do it I'll get it done tomorrow I know it's right it's the right (laughs) thing to do but it's like I know I know (laughs) yeah like there's nothing on an inherent moral level that's mitigating salvation in this narrative (laughs) it's it's just people that are like just packed today. Again. I can't <laughs> give my life. I'm gonna to take God. it easy today. Goose is gonna goof off. Yeah. I'm not it's gonna give my day. life today. <laughs> Today's a goose day. That's right. Today's a, a goose is not giving his life today. No, the bandwidth is not there for this. No. I feel like I remember growing up and hearing messages like this, especially as a teenager as mm. well, and being like, I know you guys, you know it's right. You know mm. that you need to accept Jesus into your heart, but you want to keep having sex or you want to keep drinking. And so it's like mm. they were always pointing to like, oh, you're pushing it down this deadline because, you know, you're going to have to give up the things you like to do that are super cool and fun. <laughs> but are they? <laughs> because then you could be dead. <laughs> yeah, that like, was I remember like huh. when, I, when I was in the car listening to this and like tomorrow you're bobbing along. And then it's like because you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Well, hold on. None of us know. <laughs> Which is sneaky (laughs) emblematic of modern, like we were talking about uh, last week with Jesus Revolution. It is emblematic of modern church aesthetics of like, Mm. yeah, all are welcome. No, we we have more information. The fire and brimstone, the Jonathan Edwards core fucking like sinners in the hands of an angry God. The God hates F words Mm. Westboro approach. Everyone knows you don't do that. You don't do that. You do tomorrow. No, you don't lead with that. (laughs) Even if it's they're putting that part off <laughs> of being a Christian is actually giving some hard news. Yeah, it's like Tough they, talks. They state how they feel about queer people and women tomorrow. Yeah, in <laughs> a sub 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 page of the website. I have confirmed that Goose Goofs Off is, is the real? book that I nice. was thinking of. Maybe I'll watch TV. She sighed. She turned on the television set, but there was no picture. I forgot the TV's broken, grumbled Goose. I'll have to get it fixed, but not today. I'm taking it easy today. I'll do it tomorrow. Look at this fucking <laughs> waste of space. Look at that sloppy bird. little goose. And she's got this stony little smile on her Just face. Just a millstone on she society. Really does look out of her mind. There's 
dirty dishes. She's watching like the TV static. <laughs> She's got stink flies coming off of her. Just vibing out, my brother. <laughs> but overall, it is of a piece with wine and music and that it is beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh, nice the vocals are incredible. I'm saying he's getting lost in the sauce. I don't know if you guys have ever been singing a song where like the vocal is just so enjoyable that you're not even thinking about the yes. meaning anymore. 100%. Oh, 100%. You're just really just wailing and riffing into yep. the, the, the notes, the you bars. You could be saying anything. Anything. <laughs> but you know you sound good doing it and yes. it feels That's good to do. That's what this sounds like. You yes. can say whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be just vile. They and- messed up. They put like this beautiful melody to the wrong words. They need to switch it out with some other songs they might have. Or they need to put it in a minor key. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, if this song were in a minor key, that would be horrifying. <laughs> yes. It wouldn't be a hit. It wouldn't be the most it would streamed, not I'll be tell you hit. that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Here's a little clip from a live performance. Jesus said, Jesus said, I stand. Oh, yeah, they love it. Take my hand. Oh, my God. And you say, Feeling. I will tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, he's glowing. Jesus said. Jesus said. I'm the key. <laughs> oh, the little oh. oh, a rich text to be certain. And of course, Caroline, maybe this is a good transition to cover me. cover me, which is the segment of the show in which we go to YouTube. Mm. With all faith and sincerity, and say, "Hey, who else is doing this song justice oh, out there?" Let's give out some good jobs. Yeah, we'll go in the comments and Fellow under fans. my YouTube username, I'll put "nice" or "that's great" or "hey, good job." Yeah, we'll give out some good jobs. <laughs> good there's job. there's so many covers. Honestly, so many people are bodying this song. I believe it in a way that's <laughs> tremendous. When was this song released? This was. 1993, so 30 years ago. Wow. Isn't that wild? Uh, There's a guy named AJ Gint doing a cover on his singing guitar. It's a solo cover on his guitar. Where he's just playing it with a little slide. Wow. This would be like the scene in a Western where (laughs) the dog is put down in slow motion. They're like leading him behind the bars. Oh, Scruffy didn't have tomorrow. Like to me, this sounds like like <laughs> kind of an inspirational drama movie. Yeah. Where an elderly character is like walking into yeah. like heaven, but it's like a good thing, you know? Yes. It's like the lights coming and it's like yeah. the light shines on his face and he's like, I think he has like memories of like the bar that he used to hear this song, you know, like it's really gorgeous. Millie, yeah. is that you, Millie? <laughs> yeah, 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 he's being And the kids I did, Grandma, come back, and he's like, like don't worry about me. The music, it's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> There is, of course, uh, a requisite ukulele cover. I always type in whatever the song is. There's nothing that can't be covered on ukulele. Honestly, still good, even in his rendition. And, of course, what I didn't know uh, before today... They sang this song on Dang Oprah. Really? To Iowa, oh, but if you are yeah. blessed enough to live in the city of Chicago, <laughs> one week from today, the Winans are going to be performing in Chicago. Oprah's first mistake? She doesn't know if people have one week. 
Their tomorrow could be today. That's a huge assumption. Their tomorrow could be today. Chicago Auditorium Theater on April 17th. I will be there, second row. And I hope that you will be there, too, to see the Winans. They're there, the four scenes. Going in. Are on there. Um, um, yeah, everyone's doing great. D'Angelo did a cover of this song. No way. There's a few little boys doing covers of it. I think this is good. I didn't listen to this all the way through, but I don't think I'm playing this to make fun of them. They're cute. They, they got a lot of views. It's cute. It's really cute. Give them a comment. I mean, they're probably, they look like this is a long time ago. They're probably. Yeah, this was uploaded 14 years ago, so they're at least 14 years older. They're going to get like a random notification like, whoa. Honestly, they got 83,000 views. They don't really need me. Better than I was as a little kid. Better hey, than me now. Child actors looking for the the song they should sing an audition. Uh, Go ahead, pick hello. this one up. Let's, hello, I got it welcome. for you. You're welcome. You're gonna see rain. The uke one made me think like in what films this could be. The uke one, like even just like thinking about the melody on a uke, mm -hmm. feels like like dramatic, romantic kind mm -hmm. of vibe mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like a misconnections kind of thing. Uh, so little blue valentine it's like it's like one character on the end of a dock and the other one comes over and it's like they know it's not gonna work out but it's like they're looking at the sunset it's like yeah like pretty huh now Billy reinhardt is in this movie yep. <laughs> like well i got the best view it. in the state right here i am curious just because of our well you're significantly younger than us but are you gen z technically i'm i'm a, i'm a cusp i'm i was born 96 millennial. so i'm like i'm like the youngest millennial oldest oh, gen okay. z so okay. I'm, i could go either way because I'm wondering how much mid Gen Z understands the stranglehold that that four string instrument had on oh, the culture. Oh, I know. I was circa there, 2007 yes. to uh, 2012. Yeah. I want to say. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to this girl. Well, like very much. I was. She got avocados in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> My heart cut in the world. Like, yeah. Yes. yes. A hundred percent. I okay. was there for the Uke Renaissance of the yeah. Naughties. <laughs> and oh, like, it was amazing. I and never it played intense. it. <laughs> and there's a few brave soldiers amongst us. Kevin? I have three mounted in my room. <laughs> <laughs> what do, What was the first song you looked at? Those are like, like your you medals of honor. And you're like, I have war. to learn this song. Growing Up by Bruce Springsteen. A song that's 51 years old now. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> That's but it. I figured it out. There you go. And he, if he ever calls on me at a show, I'll be ready. You're ready. You, have you to, bring you it with you to shows? Yeah, yeah, I stuff it in my pants and just make sure just in case. I stuffed Max Weinberg's drumsticks down my pants one time because I was afraid other people would snatch them from me. Right. He gave Stick them to snatchers. me after a show. Yeah. And then other people had their hands on them, but he put them in my hands and then closed my hands oh, on dang. it, which was quite a That's moment. That's pretty intimate. And then yeah, my friend. I'm going to put this source. No one goes. Hey. <laughs> I was 18, you sicko. That's good. It's fine. It's <laughs> good. It's like the way that it's like you're fighting. It's like your siblings fighting for food and you look at it and you get it. Everyone can't have exactly. it. You put it in your pants. You're like, oh, we'll get it now. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, come on, man. Oh, 
You want these dick sticks? They're gross. I have Max Weinberg's dick sticks mounted (laughs) on my wall. We don't want to hang out with you anymore. (laughs) I didn't want them anyway. Are y'all procrastinators generally, or do you get it? Okay. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. 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 I've like improved somewhat, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it runs deep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I it always gets done. Like I, it always gets done. It always gets done, and I always get it done on time. It's not like something. It's like they're in college high school, whatever. I love a deadline. Mm-hmm. Love a deadline. I think hey, a Nikki deadline Fink. is the is actually the companion to being a procrastinator. Hundred percent. If I'm given like I remember the any assignments I've ever gas. had. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. If they're like it's due two weeks from now. You know I'm not starting it till two days before. the midnight of. Because I know it's like I'll just get too distracted. And so if I know I only have like 12 hours to do it, blinders on. I go into a fugue state and I I don't do anything else. Like I just it's Mm -hmm. I go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And it gets done and it's and it's fine. So I'm never like late (laughs) on things. I will just wait until the absolute last minute. It won't be a good time, but it'll be on time. On time. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny you say that because that literally was like my mindset. Like it always gets done. Like it's like some third party was going to help out. You know, it's me. You know, like I have to do it. I'd be like, like it always gets done. <laughs> no, whenever I get really stressed, I'm like, well, all these things have to get are gonna get done because they have to. They There's have no to, other option. And I will do it. Has and to I don't be. say I will do it because yeah. that's too much pressure. It'll get <laughs> done. The universe. My but team's working on that somewhere. Of the, everybody's yeah. like, yeah, putting their yeah. best foot talent forward. Kevin, yeah. what about you? Do you pro- procrastinate? I re- I relate to a lot of what both of you are saying. I oftentimes fool myself into thinking mm-hmm. the key to my joy, happiness, productivity creativity sex life would be if i finish things ahead of time <laughs> if uh-huh. i did them like 2 weeks before they were due uh-huh. if i booked yeah. out way ahead yeah and i haven't tried it yet so i don't know if i'm wrong or not right so there's always hope yeah cuz i'm not going to test that theory mhm there's no better feeling though i have experiences probably within the past week is like knowing that i have to get something done by the end of like next week and I'm like, oh man, I really should work on it today, a week out. But then I'm like, you know what? What if I take a goose day and I, goose is gonna take oh, some yeah. goose time and I'll save it for tomorrow. And a knowing that I'm day. then giving myself that time, uh-huh. it is nirvana. Oh it yeah. Is the, it is like equivalent to a canceled plan, but knowing that it's like, I know it's like, it's all, it's all gravy, baby. <laughs> like, like it's all I'm gonna not happen. doing it today. But I'm, it's goose time. It's not happening. <laughs> Should I make my auto reply for my like work email when I'm out of office? <laughs> like Kevin is taking a goose day. <laughs> Uh, he'll goosing. do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm goosing yeah, out. I'm, I'm goosing. married to the opposite of a goose. Like, mm. he gets it done. He chips away. That's yeah. always how he's done it. So he's it. a gander? He's is that a, what it is? Yeah, what would it be? I don't know. Um, what's the opposite My boyfriend's the same way. Yeah, goose. and I just was like, it was fascinating, you yeah. know, to first learn this and, like, then see him do it. And, yeah, they, I think he does live a much more peaceful existence. Mm. But... He doesn't have the drama. He doesn't have the flair. The, the, the fun the of the goose day. of a goose day. <laughs> the deadline you get the is the high of your life. It's like a goose he has day. a soft landing into deadline day, and I'm I'm crash landing. Uh, I am uh, solely every one single wing time. is off of the <laughs> <Yeah>. plane. <laughs> That's the opposite of and a goose. A is a solely yeah. <laughs> a solely. <laughs> He lands the plane <laughs> eventually. It's going to get done. Yeah. The plane will the plane land. up. 
The plane exactly. is going to hit the ground one way yeah. or another. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, I'd rather be a... Who makes movies about a goose? They make them about Sully, you know? So I'm Sully. <laughs> Every movie. No, I think Nate would be Sully in this. If no, it's no, the no, opposite no. of the goose. Saying, well, yeah. We, we, move, we moved well, my we metaphor a little movies. bit. But the Sully is my landing into my deadline. I yeah. see. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so it's actually Sully needs the geese to right. become a hero. So they Sully are working needs the in... geese to, to yeah, get yeah, yeah. sucked into the plane exactly. engine so that I don't know there goes my goose day it's <laughs> yeah. awful I got mutilated but yeah. like yeah yes and they did publish an updated version of that book uh goose's goofy day and the ending was he gets sucked into one of Sully's engines <laughs> and that's and what dies. happens if you don't give your life to the winans are like that's a perfect message yeah. tomorrow <laughs> if you procrastinate this goose will die sucked into one a day you're commercial flying, engine one day your yeah. engine parts. Yeah. You're dying. That's sad for that goose. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Not a compelling incentive, though, to convert to Christianity. IML. Nice gospel yeah. song. Beautiful I don't believe song. the tactic rhetorically no. is going to work. Too much pressure. This is for the choir, no not for What if you're not ready? What if it's just like yeah. a little bit of time? It's not going to, you're not going to. Two days from now. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really addressing why I'm procrastinating believing It'll in Christ. All get done it's just trying to scare me world. and that doesn't work I've been, like we yes. said I've, I've lived too much life to know like I won't die <laughs> <laughs> I've lived too It'll long to know live. that I'm never gonna die <laughs> yeah so it's gonna be that's fine that's true yeah that's true once you get to a certain age you completely eradicate the idea just of mortality like, it's unlikely at this point <laughs> if Famously. Here, it'll get saved if like made don't it this far <laughs> yeah. like it would have happened by now it would have happened yeah. yeah that is so funny well i think i think maybe it's time to transition to our final thoughts about this song the way it works on this show riley's we yes. give it a holy toast or a holy roast holy toast is when we send it to heaven, we give it the thumbs up where the angels are toasting it forever. And we say to this song, We're bringing it back. You remember that? What we used to do is an all for Holy Toast and Roast theme. That is the the four adult men themselves, the four adult sons. Holy Roast, thumbs down, sending it to hell. That's when we say the song. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's man. such a good song. No, the no, question is, song. yeah, I want to bring that back. I believe that's their no, 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 third no, most streamed no. song. I thought it was gonna be first, <laughs> uh, or we can send it to Purgatory, which is Ooh. the space between. <laughs> Caroline, we'll start with you. No, um. Yeah, I'm going to give it a toast. I think it's fantastic. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to say anymore? You know, it's the it's the big boys doing what they do best. And the lyrics, I think, are a sideshow to the music, yes. which yes. is the incredible, yeah. yep. incredible song that this is. It's a good time. Yes. Wow. Thank you, Caroline. We turn to... I mean, I think the exact same reason it's going to be Holy Toast. Thank you. We're sending it up. <laughs> These four adult sons, they know how to make a tune. They know what they're doing. They know how to make some music. We don't need to listen to the lyrics. They're not important no. because they're singing. 
Like they are singing. Exactly. And so I looked at the corner of my eye. I thought you were making a JO motion. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline was furiously giving the That's thumbs because it up. gave me so Toasting much pleasure. It so hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, toast it. Voices of angels. Send it on up. I mean, it's like I can imagine. I mean, they're professionals. This might not happen. They're professional adult men, sons. But um, professional I can Im- adult men <laughs> is quite a descriptor for the wine. <laughs> then it's like I can imagine with how wonderful their vocals are and the the musical arrangement of the song. I can imagine a performance where it's like they lose the time. They like they are off time. They, oh yeah. They, they don't even know what verse they're in because they get so lost in the sauce yes. of like, like how good they an sound. An eighteen minute yeah. version. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Vamping. Exactly. And vamping. Yep. Uh-huh. A lot of vamping and the musicians are like, all right, all right. But they're just like, nope, this feels too good. I'm in this. <laughs> the pocket. crowd's in a frenzy. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the geese totally. feathers are flying. Totally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well. For myself, I'm going to give it a toast as well and say, (laughs) (laughs) if you're going to talk about hell, which I don't like, I don't like hell. Hot takes. (laughs) Okay. Kevin says, no thanks to hell. I'm not into it. But if you're going to do it, do it like this. Do it in innuendo. Talk around it. Make it pretty. Do it while you're laughing and playing. Make it. Uh, make it analogous <laughs> to pu- a deadline yeah. that you're putting off, a work assignment. Yes, starting a new a, gym membership. A text you've been meaning to send but <laughs> yeah. haven't had the fortitude to do it yet. Make it that, yeah. a pro- an, an object of procrastination, not a place in which you're separated from your mommy and daddy forever and you can never <laughs> see them again. That would be sad. But you're not thinking about because you're you're just laughing and playing. Yeah, and you're not thinking about never seeing mommy. Again. How dare you? Because mm-hmm. you're this, having a good time. Yeah, this song has a politeness to it. It's like yeah. we'll elude. But like <laughs> we're not gonna be animals and tell you what's gonna happen. This whining song is a triumph of respectability in politics. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. We must be civil. Oh goodness They're gracious! They're really restraining themselves too. <laughs> like so, they know. <laughs> from Caroline, from Riley, and Kevin, we give it a unanimous. Whatever you want it to be. Just a short one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just getting going. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Now, yeah. Ooh. We're bringing it down now. We're dimming the lights I in was here. Wow. We're lighting the candles. Production. And, uh, you know, Riley, another podcast that you're on, yeah. maybe your own. You're used to people promoting themselves and plugging their projects and their social media handles. We don't do that on this show. Weirdest meditation class I've ever mm-hmm. been to. <laughs> yeah, when the yoga teacher's <laughs> pissed off about Instagram or yeah. whatever. Stop promoting your handles. <laughs> Start promoting my candles. Uh, <laughs> and we're here not to do that, but to lift those things up to the Lord, to lift up our projects, Ooh. to lift up our podcasts, to lift up... Our social media hot uh, handles, hotlines, hotlines, <laughs> social media hot photos. <laughs> yeah. Our thirst Look at traps, those sexy pics. <laughs> Hope they get likes. And we're here to lift up secular culture too. Maybe the last great thing you saw, watched, read, Ooh. or listened to. And we're gonna start this holy endeavor with Caroline. 
you know, in this me generation, it's all about what I do and my phone and look at me. There's a safe place to go, and that's at Caroline's Farts on Twitter and Instagram, (laughs) where you're always being directed back to the heavenly things. Uh, you can follow me there. And uh, I'm going to lift up a song this week that is so beautiful. Actually, genuinely a, a great, encouraging song. Maybe if you're going through a hard time and you need a great song to Good. accompany you. Is it Seabat? Uh, it's Seabat. You know that song? Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> is that the, the sex pool song? <laughs> Kevin, you need to let it go. Really it's uplifting. He was having a tough time. What you do with your drumsticks is not part for this segment. I don't mind. They're maxes. <laughs> yeah, that's one. It will help. But this uh, is actually a Noah Cyrus song. And the song's called Noah Stand Still. Uh, it's lovely. I recommend giving it a listen. Hey, Noah Cyrus, who I remember. Did I ever tell you about a guy? I'll keep this on topic. There's a guy I used to work with when I worked briefly at a church 10 years ago. Uh-huh. His name was Devin. He was a complete and utter mystery. He was gorgeous. Mm. He had long hair. One of the things we found out about him is that he had no idea how old he was because of uh, childhood stuff and I think adoption and foster care and whatnot. He was such a genuinely pleasant guy, but enigmatic in his presentation. So gentle and very soft and very encouraging and sweet and kind. And one of the things I remember about him is that he would bring Noah to the party all the time. They were like buds and would hang out. Cool. So I always associate her with him. Yeah. Huh. A Cyrus connection. Mm -hmm. I'm so close. Yeah. Miley. Just a few degrees away. Yeah. A few degrees away from Noah. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of Noah before. I didn't know that like she was even doing music, but this was great stuff. She has a whole album out. You're saying this is not an Ashley Simpson situation. Uh, by me, both sisters are very talented. Okay. <laughs> that it, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh, gracious. All right. Well, we turn it to Riley. Wow. This is be- this music. Oh, my God. The low lights getting you there. I'm feeling some type of way. <laughs> um, I mean, if you, if you like to laugh, mm. heck, if you like to cry. <laughs> also me. If you want to be transported through photos of me. Photos? <laughs> Videos of me? Whoa. Um, transported through photos of me? If you want links to projects of well, me. Mm-hmm. You can check me out at Riley Anspa on Instagram. R-E-I-L-L-Y A-N-S-P-A-U-G-H and uh, Riley Coyote on Twitter. And uh, I have an improv podcast, the coolest form of comedy, at Review Review yeah. on the Heckam Network. R-E-V-I-E-W, R-E-V-U-E. Um, and we do sketches on Headgum YouTube channel. Um, I was on Review Review. Yep, yep. I had the best time. It is Kevin's episode. If you want an in, Kevin, Start we there. did... Um, Pillsbury Baked Goods, and it's one of my favorite episodes we've done. <laughs> Miss Jugs is, I still think about it all the time. The format is they read reviews of products from websites and then do scenes based on that. Yes. 
Yes. Now, did I completely forget about the second half of that format until minutes before the podcast <laughs> started? You know I did. Yeah, you would never tell because Betty it was incredible. Did I show up to a physical location in which I was not supposed to be because it was on Zoom? Oh, boy. Absolutely. That's oh, my wow. bad. No, that's, 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 that was a group. That was a group project. <laughs> we all did that. Um, but yeah, listen to Kevin's episode. It's so, it's so funny. Um, but uh, insane for me to be like, listen to my show. It's so funny. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Kevin's episode. Kevin's great. Oh, yeah. um, That's what hey, we do all the time. Hey, you guys make me better. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I... Oh, a project that I watched recently. You know, uh, we're all talking about Austin Butler this, Austin Butler that. Taryn Edgerton was so overlooked when the release of Rocket Man That's right. hit theaters. Uh, the Elton John biopic oh, yeah. is a fantastic yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it recently and I'm just like, how was he not nominated for an Oscar? It is mind-blowing to me. Rami Malek didn't even sing the Freddy stuff. It's Taron singing. He sounds great. Singing. Dancing. Dancing. He's acting his face. He's just like, he's fantastic. So he's I thought his Elton John was criminally underrated. You know what it was? If if, if I had to guess why yeah. he didn't get the awards attention that he maybe deserved. Yes. Is he didn't run the Lady Gaga playbook the way Austin Butler yeah. is, which is the press tour is I was haunted and psychologically tortured yes, to play this yes, person. Yes. I lost my mind. I don't know who I am anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. This took a psychic toll on me permanently. Yeah. And Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yes, Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Did Rami do that during his? Rami played Oscar? Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Rami yeah. was. And was... it haunted him. Oh my God. <laughs> he was transformative. Shortcut. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if you haven't seen Rocket Man, it's one of my favorite like music biopics because it's it's like it's not trying to be like a literal telling of this person's life. Like it not it's not trying to make sense of adding music. It just feels like a, it, the, the life story with yeah. like a lot of cool music videos. It's fun. Like yeah. it's really it's I really enjoy it. I also have a fat crush on Taron Edgerton. So mm-hmm. there I you blame go. You. Yeah. yeah. So I guess. Go follow him on Instagram. <laughs> oh, a boost! You're for gonna Taren. get transported by his photos. <laughs> yes, he did call himself really quick. This is just very funny to me because it's like I know he's British, and this is so like my uh, co-host of Review Review is British by way of Virginia. But um, he, uh, we were talking about how there's one Instagram caption on Taryn Edgerton's page that like if any American had posted this, it would be so weird. But he was posting, I think, like a Golden Globes outfit. He had like a custom suit and he got his like name stitched into the lining. And in the post, he just goes, lucky boy. But I'm like, <laughs> if you had like lucky boy. Austin, you had someone saying oh lucky boy. That would be so much weirder than than a Brit doing it because it feels part of like the vernacular in a way that like if like some guy from you know like if I ever say lucky boy to anybody, (laughs) you guys are allowed to prison in a self-referential way. No problem. Yeah, lucky boy. Unless I'm talking about the burrito place in Pasadena now. (laughs) Yeah. No, thank you. Mm. That place is good. All right, thanks, Riley. You Kingsman can... fan, by the way? Love Kingsman. Sorry, yeah. Love Kingsman. Oh, yeah, right? The thing I've been quoting all the time Freaking from the great. first movie is when Terry Edgerton goes, posh girls love a bit of rough. <laughs> and so I've been doing saying that about anything. Like, make it do it. Posh girls love a bit of salmon. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, you can use it whenever. <laughs> I didn't catch Goody. that last one. Did you, did you see it? 
with yeah, Pedro. Yeah, it was uh, it was not my favorite one. Okay. It was a little the, too the sad. Prequel one. Yeah, the prequel oh, I one. Seen that one. I've just seen. Yeah, both ones with Taryn. Six to Taryn. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Posh goes love with Taryn. Go on. Listen, you can love me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Larabox, Peloton, Instagram, OnlyFans. Oh, you can you can lift you up on Larabox now too, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm more a voyeur on Letterbox. I really got a Letterbox to 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 look at Kevin T. Porter and Marika Brownlee's uh, Letterbox. Oh, uh, our, our sister in Headgum. Yes, got some wonderful reviews yes. up there. Oh yeah, she goes hard. I will lift up. God damn, I don't really care. Oh, you know what? I saw. Speaking of uh, connected Kingsman. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Finally watched it. The OG? Yeah, the OG. Oh. Yeah, not the new G. Yeah. Not the Hulu G. Yes. But Four Weddings and a Funeral, Hugh Grant. Yes. Frickin'. I know. Hubba, also Hubba. Mm-hmm. Annie McDowell, a performance that she she should also be, go to jail for, <laughs> perhaps. But charming. Man, that was a good movie. Yeah. Oh, that made me feel good the day I, I watched that. it. And it's expiring at the end of the month. On what whatever. was the impetus to finally turn it on? That it was expiring at the okay, end of the month. Okay, for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> if there's a deadline, then hey, you'll watch it. Hey, the you didn't take a goose day on that one. And you can't do it tomorrow. Nope. I, can't, I can't goose around when it comes to gone. my rom Watching a show or a movie, that's a deadline I'll always hit early. Yes. So, you know, I can get that done, no problem. Well, well. <laughs> in this day and age, watch it before it gets disappeared from the service, too. Yeah. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. We'll never get disappeared. Patreon.com slash Good Christian Fun for more Good Christian Fun. Leave us a review. Speaking of review on Apple Podcasts, every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. Riley, thank you so much for joining us. You guys for having the show today. I really hope that on the next, maybe like do a Patreon special where you guys do improv based off of reviews for Good Christian Fun. I think oh we all God. Oh no. <laughs> I think I think I planted the seed. Only if you do it with there. us. No, it's going to be just no, we you need experience. Two. We need a pro in the room. You guys need to do it. <laughs> we could. Caroline and I have never done two-man improv before. Harass everybody. Yeah. Harass them on Twitter. Harass them <laughs> no. anywhere. Get get some good Christian no, improv I'm talented going. at the improv. We'll see. <laughs> I like GCF, but it needs more improv. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear them do a 70-minute mono scene. Oh, really? Okay. I to hear how they build off each other. I <laughs> <laughs> can do it. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay. Okay. I, I love, love you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. And I guess we should go out with, uh, with a rendition of, of the very song we've been talking about. I can't wait. Which is What's tomorrow. this one? It's going to be Let them. me in. And you said, I will tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus said, I am here who supplies all your needs. I'll just fast forward to the and chorus. Tomorrow, mm. I'll give my life tomorrow. All right, and we'll see you next week. If there is a next week on the podcast, goodbye. So much easier to say tomorrow who promised you tomorrow. Better choose the Lord today.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.